My text is found in Acts of Apostles, chapter number 10. I'm going to ask multimedia to transmit verses 1 to 4. We're reading from the Message Bible. Acts 10, 1 to 4. Please stand with me for the reading of God's Word. The Bible says there was a man named Cornelius who lived in Caesarea. He was captain of the Italian guard stationed there. He was a thoroughly good man. He had led everyone in his house to live worshipfully before God, was always helping people in need, and had the habit of prayer. Multimedia, are you part of this service? Because if you are following the service, you will know when to change the slide. Can a pastor go up there and make sure that they remain part of this service? He was a thoroughly good man. He had led everyone in his house to live worshipfully before God, was always helping people in need, and had the habit of prayer. Verse 4. Cornelius stared hard, wondering if he was seeing things, and he said, What do you want, sir? And the angel said to him, Your prayers and neighborly acts have brought you to God's attention. I would like to read this all over again because multimedia, you're really distracting me. Can we start from beginning? And I need a pastor to be stationed out there. From verse 1. All right. This is where the problem is. I'm going to read from my own text. We're going to ignore multimedia. As a matter of fact, once you put my slide, just leave the machines alone. Acts 10 from verse 1. I'm going to read to your hearing. Let's just start all over again because today we have to be blessed. There was a man named Cornelius who lived in Caesarea. He was captain of the Italian guard stationed there. He was a thoroughly good man and he had led everyone in his house to live worshipfully before God and was always helping people in need and had the habit of prayer. One day, about three o'clock in the afternoon, he had a vision. An angel of God, as real as his next door neighbor, came in and said, Cornelius. And Cornelius stared hard, wondering if he was seeing things. Then he said, what do you want, sir? And the angel said, your prayers and neighborly acts have brought you to God's attention. Your prayers, your fervent prayers, and your consistent good works have brought you to God's attention. This morning, saints of God, I'm presenting the word of God to you, titled, Brought to God's Attention. May we be brought to God's attention. Before we pray this morning, what I want you to picture is in heaven, God is watching CNN. 
And that's the normal trend, just the same old, same old. And all of a sudden, it's breaking news. Femi Paul deserves your attention. Femi Paul deserves your attention. Femi Paul deserves your attention. That's what happened. All of a sudden, the process of the heavenly actions and events were stopped and a man was brought to God's attention. What he did, his lifestyle. Breaking news in heaven. Father, this morning as we go into the word of God, may the struggle to catch the attention of men, the struggle to catch the attention of angels, be superseded by us being brought before the attention of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Because once a man is brought to God's attention, his life can never remain the same. I pray for everyone that they will be able to concentrate, open their heart, and tap into the right actions required of God that we all, in the month of June, be brought to God's attention. Thank you for all the benefits of being brought to God's attention. It will flood our lives this month until the end of the year, in Jesus' name. You, you may be seated, brought to God's attention. The angel said your prayers... Your constant prayers. Prayer vigil. Hmm. Warfare Wednesday. All the times of prayer, he was always there. Your good deeds, helping the church, helping poor people, have brought you to God's attention. I'm very serious this morning. You know, I'm a bearer of burdens. I'm not those pastors disconnected from people. I can feel your burdens. Some of you may be surprised. I know more than I say. Sometimes you don't even need to talk to me. I know. And I'm praying for you. But what use is it that I pray and you don't do what you need to do to be brought to God's attention? In Nigeria, do we need to be brought to God's attention or not? That's a very poor, poor response. I'm asking you. Nigeria, do we need to be brought before God's attention or not? This scripture must work for us. To be brought to God's attention is to be set apart from others. You become the preferred. You become the special one. You get special attention. To be brought to God's attention is to be specially honored by God. And it is to be blessed in outstanding ways. I don't have time because this is a Thanksgiving service. We're going to do birthdays and anniversaries to go into the exegesis of this scripture. But if you read the scripture a little further, you will know that God broke all the protocol of the New Testament for Cornelius. The Bible says, the angel said, go send for Peter. And Peter was resting. And God showed him unclean animals. And he said, I cannot eat it. He said, no, eat. He said, no, no. From today, because of Cornelius, don't tell me what is clean or unclean. The Jewish man went to the house of a Gentile. The Bible says God told him to go and bless the man. The man, Peter didn't want to go. 
when you are brought to God's attention, there's nothing called protocol anymore. God breaks all the protocol to bless you. For the first time in the Bible, the Bible says when Peter was still preaching the gospel, the Holy Ghost fell on Cornelius and everybody in his household. Nobody laid hands on anybody and all of them started to speak in tongues. Which means what will take four or five steps or others, you will take one step and you will get there. Let me try people here. I said you will take only one step and you will get there. We need to be brought to God's attention. You have tried too much to be in the attention of social media. It has done nothing for you. It is to be set apart from others. It is to be given special preferential treatment. It is to be accelerated and catapulted without apology. God says, I will not apologize to you, Peter. Don't talk to me about the Old Testament. Because of Cornelius, I am breaching all the protocols. If you are here today, and you are not exactly where you ought to be by now, you are the candidate to be brought before God's attention. Peter said, I have never taught any unclean thing in my life. I will never do it. Say, this time you will do it. God is going to speak to somebody. By thunder, by fire, by force, they will bless you. Whether they have done it before or not, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Put an end to the struggle. Cornelius was trying to be a Christian in his house. God recognized him. God brought him out to the, to the head of the church. The first time he strode into Christianity, straight to the head of the church. Some of you, if you listen to me and you do what God tells you to do, you're brought to the attention of God, you will start from the top. You see, you don't even have faith for that. I say you will start from the top. Generally, when people join the church, the new church then, they go through the ushers. They go through all kind of things, first-timers and so on. Cornelius started with Peter. Peter came to his house. Peter himself had never seen anything. Like he had to go to Jerusalem to tell them that I see something. Before, we used to lay hands. And we lay hands on, he said, whilst I was speaking, the Holy Ghost fell on Cornelius and everybody in his house. The blessing of the person brought to God's attention, even your donkey, your cat will be blessed. Everybody started speaking. That was the greatest blessing that was available. Let me tell you something. Being brought to the attention of the king is important. Joseph struggled all his life until he was brought to the attention of a king called Pharaoh. When blind Bartimaeus caught the attention of Jesus the king and Jesus sent for him, his life changed. Bartimaeus was very, very schooled in the, in the order of things. He was not shouting for the attention of the apostles or disciples. He didn't call for the attention. He was striving for the attention of the king himself. And the Bible says in Mark chapter 10 verses 49 to 51. Bible says the message Bible I think. It says Jesus stopped in his tracks. Blind Bartimaeus did something that brought him to the attention of the king. 
and the result is Jesus stopped in his tracks which means he skidded to a halt everything behind him had to match break because somebody was brought to the attention of the king Jesus was on his way to Jericho everything had to stop see when you are brought to the attention of the king everything will stop God will attend to your matter Bible says Jesus stopped in his tracks and called Bartimaeus over. He says, call him over. And the people who told Bartimaeus to shut up, listen, you have to queue up. You have to wait for your own time. You have to wait for your own season. It's not your time yet. Jesus says, keep quiet, all of you. Go and call him. When you catch the attention of the king, the last becomes the first. And so they grudgingly called him. You know what they said? They said to him, it's your lucky day. I want to prophesy to someone, June will be your blessed month. They were not, they were not, they were not renewed in their mind. They say, it is your lucky day. It's not going to be by luck. It is by being, catching the attention of the king that our lot will change for better. It is not a matter of luck. They said, it's your lucky day. Get up. He's calling you to come. And this Bartimaeus, because he knows the moment when you catch your attention of the king, is not the time to do some slow motion. Bible says, throwing off his, his coat, he was on his feet at once and came to Jesus. And Jesus said only one thing to him, what can I do for you? Or do I stand up? You have caught my attention. I stand in my office and I and I say to you this month of June what you ask the Lord to do for you he will do for you Jesus said what can I no limit blank check what can I do for you he said that I can see he said that's easy go you will testify in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. This month of June will not be the like April and May. Those were months of struggle. This month of June will be the month of making a headway in life. It will be your own blessed month. It will be your month of the turning point. Struggle will give way to your breakthrough. It will be your month of making a headway. If you know that that is your portion, stand up and shout amen and amen. Hallelujah. Brethren, levels change once you're brought to the king's attention. Joseph, all the time, all the time tried to be to catch the attention of people he tried to catch the attention of his brothers he tried to catch the attention of his boss Potiphar unfortunately he caught the attention of his wife he tried to catch the attention of the butler it didn't work when he caught the attention of the king the last became the first why do you spend so much time trying to catch the attention of the wrong person? What can they really do for you? A lot of
lot of us serve man more than we serve God. A lot of us consult man more than we consult God. A lot of us bless a man. I have seen people give a man a gift they can never give in church. What a shame. If a man puts you there, a man can remove you. But the blessings of the Lord make it rich and added no sorrow. The gifts and the callings of God are without repentance. Glory to God. Levels change once you're brought to the king's attention. May we all be on the list of people being brought to God's attention in the month of June. May you be on the list that some of us are already on. Those being brought to God's attention in the month of June. Let me hear your amen. My conclusion is Cornelius must have been doing something right. You know, wisdom means you watch people. If they're getting a result that you're not, don't say it doesn't matter. Study what they are doing right. Cornelius must have been doing something right. Nobody in the church had this experience. It was somebody that was outside of the church. And it amazes me in my ministry as a pastor. The greatest attestation to my anointing comes from outsiders. I just say one thing once. Testimony. Because of familiarity. A lot of people are not blessed. There are people that should come and testify in Grace Assembly. And so you wonder, what have I been doing here? Cornelius was doing something right. Because the people in church were not doing what Cornelius was doing. I will show you. The Bible says in verse 2, it says, He was a thoroughly good man. He was not a seasonally good man. He was consistently and thoroughly a good man. He had led everyone in his house to live worshipfully before God. It means, according to the lifestyle of Cornelius, he never allowed sacrilege. Some of you, somebody will tell a joke that is a sacrilege in the order of the faith of the New Testament and you will not stop them. It is not allowed when Cornelius is concerned. Not in my house. He led which means, by example, everyone in this house will live worshipfully before God. By the time that you are the one setting the bad example, what is going to happen in that house? The Bible says he was always, I like that consistency, helping people in need and had the habit of prayer. The habit of prayer is what we're trying to create when we call for a vigil. Because the vigil disciplines your flesh that sleeps too much. Because there's a time to sleep and there's a time to pray. The midweek service is supposed to help you develop roots so that you can have fruits. But you won't come. So the maturity rate of someone that's been born again for 10 years is still infantile. A 40-year-old man as short as this and still can speak well. Because when it's time to train you to develop strong roots so that you can have great fruits, you decide that I am a mature man, pastor, nobody can tell me what to do. But you do something on Wednesday, where are the results of what you spent your Wednesday doing? If you were to be obedient, you would be a thoroughly good man. And these things bring us 
before God's attention. He was always, I like the word always. It pays to be consistently good and obedient. Obedience is an issue to a lot of us. And God is a God of order. Let me tell you something about God. If God sets something in order, he doesn't scatter it. If you don't follow that order, you will suffer. Then, you cannot change God's order. That is the depth of foolishness. When God says, this is one, this is two, this is three, you say, now lie, I won't agree. You are just going to suffer. Thoroughly good men respect the order of God. If you want to be brought to God's attention, you have to be obedient and you must obey with the fear of God. Some people say, God has not done me any evil. I have been doing what I like. But you may be stuck. Maybe that's why you're stuck. God may not dismantle your life, but you may not move forward. He was consistently good. Being consistently good will bring you to God's attention sooner than later. I said being brought to God's attention is being set apart from others, being given special treatments, being specially honored, blessed in outstanding ways. Let me ask you, in the whole of the New Testament, is Cornelius' experience not outstanding? The man that nobody prayed for anybody, the Holy Ghost, was in a hurry to fall on them. May blessing be in a hurry to fall upon our household in Jesus' name. Couldn't wait for Peter. Couldn't wait for Peter. Peter was too slow. Do you know what will happen? Whilst I'm still preaching, somebody, you will receive a testament from God. You will receive a blessing. You receive a healing. Even before I call for who is sick, bam, you're already healed. When you're, when you're brought to God's attention, God does amazing things in a special way for you. May that be our experience in Jesus' name. I want to ask a question this morning. Supposing Cornelius stopped before the angel showed up. Supposing Cornelius, like many of us, look for a reason why we don't give anymore. Look for a reason why we're not nice anymore. And he stopped before the day that God sent that angel. What do you think will have happened? Now you're all quiet. And I want you to notice the text that we read did not tell us the reaction of people to Cornelius. Let me talk about that. God saw what he was doing and he was brought to God's attention. But nothing was said about the attention of men. The reason why a lot of us are discouraged is that we think people should notice how good we are. People should celebrate us and when they don't do that, we stop doing what we're doing. Nothing was said at all about the people's reaction to how thoroughly good he was. I know somebody here, you're saying, who told pastor about my story? It is revelation by the Holy Spirit. A lot of people are not good people in church anymore. Because you think that people did not talk about it. People did not send you text messages. Listen, it does not matter. What does it matter when I'm brought to your attention? What can you do for me? You can't do anything for me. With all due respect. If you know what I want, you can't, you can't throw down on that level. 
you can clap if you want. If you laugh, don't clap. Ah, listen, I live every day to be brought before the attention of God. When people ask me, how come you keep preaching? How come you don't change? I understand people come, people go. But God remains the same. And people say they didn't come to church. I would still come to church and preach. I'm not trying to come to your attention. I want to be brought to the attention of the one that really matters. He's called the King of Kings, the ruler of the universe, the ancient of days, the one and only God, the one that can raise the dead, the one that turns bad situations around, the one that does when he blesses me, he doesn't need your permission without apology. He makes the last to become the first. Why are you so into what people say? That's why people, because you posted something on, on Facebook, they didn't like it, they're committing suicide. It is arrant nonsense to live your life for the attention of men. There's only one person's attention that is important. If you ever be brought to God's attention, you will know that nothing is impossible. If you do what God wants you to do sooner than later, you will be brought to God's attention. An angel showed up. The angel did not pass through the cathedral of Peter, James, and John. How can an angel come from heaven? The normal protocol is to go to the leaders of the church. The angel did not even tell Peter he was around. The angel did not go to the assembly. The angel went to the house of the man who was brought to God's attention. What I'm saying to you is that when it comes to someone that has done what he needs to do to be brought before the attention of the king, listen, all protocols suspended. About time to Peter was summoned. Peter was not asked by force, by fire. You will go there. And Peter learned something about God. That if God wants to bless somebody, listen, listen, men of God, let us not say this thing. God can bless you without any man of God. Whilst he was still preaching, the Holy Spirit went directly and fell on everybody that was in that house. I am so desperate for the condition of people to change and I know only one person that can do it. But there are things you must do. You must meet his requirements and from that time nobody can stand in the way of your progress. If God has to change the whole system to bless you, God will dismantle the system and change it to favor you. That is a prophecy for somebody under the sound of my voice. He says, behold, I will do a new thing. Shall you not? Consider not the former thing. Don't worry about the antecedents and the history and the patterns. He says, I'm Jehovah, God all by myself. It will come to pass. You will be blessed. The month, the month of June will not be the month of struggle. It will be the month of headway in Jesus' name. I said this text does not tell us about anybody's reaction to what was going on in, a, a, in the life of this man called Cornelius. 
Maybe people have said, ah, but he's a Gentile. And make it a drum, nothing will happen. He will always be there. We are the Jews. We are the ones in church. We are the this and that. God bypass all of them. I said, God bypass all of them. Bless his son. Elevated him. That will be your story in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let them say it's still a gold church. Let them say not get money, it's still a tie. Do they know no, no, nobody ties anymore? Let them say what they want to say. When your angel will arrive, they will find out that God is well pleased with you, and the last shall be the first. I insist, Grace Assembly matters, members, you will be the first, you will be the head and not the tail in the name of Jesus. Now, if you haven't started being a thoroughly good man, if you haven't started praying always and being in church, if you haven't started being obedient, you better start now. Yeah, I knew the church would go quiet. Some people could not catch the attention of even angels. This man caught the attention of the one who created angels and sent them all be what come down. A lot of people are looking for angels. They go to prophet and say, Hey, one angel this forget the king of the angels, the creator of the angels, who will catch his attention. They didn't even write the name of the angel. Who born the angel? Jehovah says, Go bless my son. Well, be angel, he will bless you. Glory to God. See, your, your boss that you feel you shake for your boss more than you shake for God. Number one, let me tell you, you can get to the office tomorrow, your boss may not even exist anymore. Listen, can I tell you something? When you strive to be brought to attention of the king, there is no boss who won't he be the boss who won't. There's, there's no government, there's nobody that there. Ah, God of wonders. God of wonders. Arise and do what only you can do. Arise and do what no man can do. If you haven't started being like Cornelius, I'm serving you a notice. You better start. And then, uh, for those that have started, why are you not consistent? As erratic as Nepa. One day you're here, another day you're not here. If you want to be brought to God's attention, you have to be able to do things always consistently. Whether people appreciate you or not, you are not trying to catch the attention of people. It is the attention of God 
you should be trying to catch. What about people that were not consistent? Could it be they were dropped from the list of those who are catching God's attention? Maybe you made the list. And now they are editing the list because some people are not consistent. And so you see that things are not as good as they used to be. You begin to experience God is not as powerful in your life as he used to be. It could be for lack of consistency, your name has been edited out of the list of those who are catching God's attention. But my prayer today is, Lord, re-enlist such people. My worry again is once you stop, stop being consistent in the things that matter to God, perhaps you have to start from the beginning all over again. The one reason why you shouldn't stop is maybe this is kind of a race that once you stop, you go back to the beginning. You can't continue from where you left. The devil won't tell you that. He'll say, listen, listen. Some people say, I don't feel like serving God. Eh? You don't feel like. But you feel like being alive. He says, I'm the one that kills and make it alive. He said, I don't feel like going to church. But you feel like watching TV. You don't know Jehovah is watching you when you're watching TV. And you watch TV for six hours. One and a half hours. You don't feel like being with God. Then God doesn't want to be with you in the, in the midst of your battle. That's my concern. Don't stop being good. Because you may have to start from kindergarten all over. That's the part. You see, when the devil comes to tempt you, he'll never tell you the whole truth. He's like leaving university and there's a law that once you drop out you go back to primary school that's why paul advised timothy be instant in and out of season the wise man in ecclesiastes says in the morning sow your seed in the evening do not withhold your hand for you do not know which one will prosper you do not know at the point where the least of those who will catch god's attention will be submitted Hebrews 6, 10 to 12, I read from the New Living Translation. It says, For God is not unjust. He will not forget how hard you have worked for him and how you have shown your love to him by caring for other believers. He will not forget. As he will not forget as some of us do. Our great desire is that you will keep on loving others as long as life lasts in order to make certain that what you hope for will come true. Then you will not become spiritually dull and indifferent. Instead, you will follow the example of those who are going to inherit God's promises because of their faith and their endurance. Many of us have stopped doing good. Can we all stand? I want all heads bowed. Many of us have stopped doing good. Many have decided I'm taking a break. I'm taking a break for seemingly good reasons. I didn't say for good reasons. Seemingly good reasons. The reasons may be good to you as a man, but they're not good enough before Jehovah. When you take a break, it, you are acting according to the script of the devil to make you miss your reward.
That's why the Bible says, He that puts his hand to the plow and looks back is not fit for the kingdom of heaven. The kingdom of heaven is to be in God's sight. My brethren, the Bible says, Be steadfast, be immovable. The word steadfast is never wavering. Immovable is don't let your emotions move you aside. Don't let the foolish preaching of some people on social media tell you what to do. Therefore, my brethren, the Bible says, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. I want to close with this scripture. And it's on a slide. Hebrews 10, 35 to 36, the living Bible. Can you at least put that up? It says, do not let this happy trust in the Lord die away. Whatever you're going through, whatever they're saying on social media that is giving people permission to misbehave towards God, do not let this happy trust in the Lord, don't let it die away. No matter what happens. Some people said, I lost a child. I'm not going to church anymore. No matter what happens. It's like me saying, I will not preach anymore because something happened. No matter what happens, I will come and do the will of God. And can I tell I can can I tell you something? A lot of things happen, but just the way just because something started like this doesn't mean it will end like that. Indeed, the Bible says, Don't you know that all things work together for good to those that love God and are called according to his purpose? God can use a bad situation and turn it around for your promotion. Do not let this happy trust in the Lord that makes you serve God consistently. Don't let it die away no matter what happens. Remember your reward, the Bible says. Remember your reward. Satan is after your reward. You need to keep on patiently doing God's will if you want him to do for you all that he has promised. You need to keep on patiently doing God's will. The word is patiently. Doing God's will if you want him to do for you all that he promised. Some people say it doesn't matter. Grace covers me. That's a lie. This is the Bible. Your reward that really matters is anchored on your consistency. If you are going to be brought before God's attention, if, if you are going to win God's attention, you have to be like Cornelius. We will not miss our reward in Jesus' name. Bow your heads with me in prayer. Talk to the Lord this morning and say, could you be the Cornelius of our times? If you fall short, you need to say, Lord, forgive me. A lot of people we have made up reasons and excuses for not doing what God wants. We have listened to all kinds of teachers teaching another gospel, not the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. A lot of us, our emotions have become our God. It is how we feel that we act. A lot of us practice justification. Whatever we do, we justify it. 
But the Lord that says, no man shall be justified in my sight. I am the one that justifies men. Men cannot justify themselves. I want to make a call this morning. If there be anyone here that wants to renew yourself unto the Lord, I'm going to give you 10 seconds to come out here. I want to pray with you. Because this month is supposed to be a month of regeneration. It should be a month of new things. It should be a month, the month of God's power. It should, be, it should be the beginning of a spring season in the lives of believers. Wherever you are, if you want to recommit yourself to God, don't wait for anybody. Cornelius did it all by himself. Just come. I want to pray with you. I'm very serious about this. God bless you. Come quickly. God of wonder, God of wonder, arise and do. What only you can do Arise and do What no man can do Arise and do What only you can do Arise and do There are people here that you desire to be brought to God's attention but you know something is standing in the way I am telling you that that thing will remain in the way except you come here and make that sacrifice come quickly I want to pray for you God Arise and do what only you can do. Arise and do what no man can do. I want you, those of you that have come forward, you're already catching the attention of God. But now you have to purge your heart. And I want you to say after me, Lord, I make that sacrifice. I want you to say after me, Lord, I make that sacrifice. To do what you want me to do. To stop doing what you want me to stop doing. I make a commitment to come all the way back to you. May I be found pleasing in your sight to be on the list of those who have caught God's attention. In Jesus' name. Father, thank you for this wonderful ones. I pray for the grace to execute that which they have purposed in their hearts. That the month of June begins 
begins to be a month of the spring of their lives where good things begin to grow and germinate and let your name be glorified and their testimonies encourage many more people socially be in jesus mighty name man god bless you help me celebrate them as they go back to their I want to give you a heads up on Welfare Wednesday on June 12th. I'm going to lead a prayer to destroy every stronghold that wants to delist you from the list of those who will catch and be holding on to God's attention. You'll be wise to be here. God bless you. Hallelujah. If you have been blessed this morning, help me celebrate the Lord and just thank Him. Hallelujah.